to Science of Clarity podcast episode number one. Hey guys, I'm Carmen Sakurai, and today we're going to talk about a neat little hack that will help you increase productivity even while you procrastinate. Ready? Let's begin. So I'm here with my wonderful co-host Joshua Marinon. Hi. Let's talk about procrastination. Now, or you mean a little later on? Do you procrastinate? Occasionally. It depends on the task. I don't procrastinate with my schoolwork, but chores are a different matter. Well, we've all done it, push off tasks on our must-do list for later, and we eventually get to it if our valuable relationships or paychecks depend on it. And sometimes we don't, and it gets thrown into our list of other things we perpetually push back for later. That in itself becomes an unnecessary daily task. Exactly. Now, what not many people know about me is that I'm the queen of procrastination. You always get so much done, though. Right, I do. But a lot of times, there's stuff that's not sitting at the very top of my list of things I must do for the day, week, or month. This podcast, for example, I already had everything technology-related set up, a bunch of topics for us to cover, including this one, all ready to go a good four to five months ago. But I didn't feel totally ready, like I needed more time to prepare myself. But you had everything set. All you had to do was record it. I know, I know. Were you really procrastinating? Because you're doing your coaching calls, getting articles and podcasts published, and even your food reviews. Okay, see, you kind of jumped ahead of me. With all my hang-ups that result in my procrastinating on whatever I've placed at the top of my list of to-dos, I've experimented with countless mindset, hurdle-busting, level-up exercises, but for whatever reason, none of them changed my brain like they probably would have for a normal person, which is why I now practice mindful procrastination. You made that up. I know, it's okay, Joshua. See, people procrastinate for all different reasons, and often they end up getting busy with unimportant filler tasks, such as checking email, answering random messages, or catching up on social media, because they keep you occupied and trick you into feeling like you're getting stuff done. And because you end up wasting time, energy, and possibly money, you're left feeling drained without accomplishing anything of significance. Because you didn't do anything to bring you closer to achieving your goals. Right, so I avoid these filler tasks and Instead, immerse myself in another project that's actually meaningful to me. And this is accomplished by using the Eisenhower Matrix. This strategy doesn't require to buy anything or learn some confusing time management method. Everyone appreciates free and simple. Let me give you a quick background about the Eisenhower Matrix. It was created by Dwight Eisenhower, the 34th president of the United States, who also happened to have lived one of the most productive lives ever. He had this ridiculous ability to sustain his productivity for decades, and as such, his productivity methods have been studied by many. I'm curious what they discovered. His most famous productivity strategy is known as the Eisenhower Decision Matrix, and it's a simple decision-making tool that you can use right now. By the way, I created a worksheet you can print out and use in the show notes. Go ahead, hit pause so that you can grab it to use it as a reference right now. Okay, Eisenhower's strategy for taking action and organizing your tasks is simple. Using the decision matrix, you'll separate your actions into four quadrants. If you didn't grab your free worksheet, picture a square divided into four equal parts. The first square, quadrant one, is a quadrant of necessity. These are tasks that's important and urgent, such as medical emergencies, pressing problems, deadline-driven projects, last-minute prep for scheduled activities, etc. 
These are tasks that adds value to your life and must be taken care of ASAP. The next square is quadrant two, the quadrant of life quality. These tasks are important but not urgent and centered around strengthening relationships, planning for the future, and self-improvement. They add value to your life and should be scheduled on a regular basis. Quadrant three is the quadrant of interruption. These are tasks that are not important but are urgent, such as interruptions from other people that involve helping them fulfill their priorities over yours. They look like random texts, unscheduled phone calls, unplanned requests for help and favors, etc. They add no value to your life and best delegated to someone else or eliminated altogether. And finally, quadrant four is a quadrant of waste. These tasks are neither important or urgent and includes activities that do not help you achieve long-term goals or fulfill your mission, like excessive TV, mindless web surfing, social media, gambling, complaining, video games, etc. They add no value to your life and should be limited to leisure time or eliminated altogether. The great thing about this method is that it can be used for planning your week as well as planning your day or even making on-the-spot decisions. So here's how you can use the Eisenhower Matrix to practice mindful procrastination and increase your productivity. First, download the free Eisenhower Matrix worksheet if you haven't done it yet. Done. Print one out and set aside 30 minutes for personal reflection tonight. Make a list of tasks you spend most of your time on and put them into the appropriate quadrant. This will give you an idea of whether you're investing your time on things that are actually important. Here are some examples. Quadrant 1 will include your deadline-driven projects and things like getting called into your child's school and last-minute staff meetings at work gets put into this box as well. Quadrant two may include education, wellness checkups, planning vacations, hitting the gym, reading, prayer and meditation, and taking your car in for an oil change. Quadrant three might include stuff like random texts, messages, and phone calls, and interruptions from friends, family, and colleagues who just want to vent. I admit my days used to be packed with putting out fires for other people in crisis while putting off my own responsibilities, and while this made me feel good about helping someone else, at the end of the day I was left drained, stressed out about my own work piling up, and feeling totally taken advantage of, so I avoid this like my life depends on it. Finally, quadrant four might be things like zoning out in front of the TV, getting caught up in Facebook, and gossiping. It was pretty depressing to find that my Q4 was my addiction to experimenting with new site designs. Yeah, my websites looked prettier, but I could have acquired a new paying client in that same amount of time if I completed a task from Q1 like I was supposed to. So here's the fun part. If you choose to procrastinate, you can do so in a way that doesn't hinder your productivity. Let's say my next task in Q1 is a paid article due at the end of the week, but I'm not exactly feeling it at the moment. Instead of looking through more WordPress themes for my websites, I'll select an unrelated Q1 task, such as writing a paid review for a new bubble tea shop we recently visited. When I'm down to the last 48 hours before my article is due, I switch gears and focus on finishing that. The beauty of this method is, once I've submitted that article, I'll already have my bubble tea review started or even finished. Does that make sense? Yes. So instead of wasting time on pointless things when you're putting off a project, you complete another meaningful project instead. Exactly. Of course, there are those who work best under pressure of approaching deadlines, as demonstrated in my last example. And if this is you, mindful procrastination can work great. This is definitely me. 
By completing other Q1 tasks as your due date approaches, you spare yourself from the guilt of wasting time procrastinating. Sure, you might stress yourself out from rushing to get everything done at the very last minute, but after you get them done, you'll be pleasantly surprised at how ahead of schedule you are because you worked on future tasks and projects during your procrastination time, which could possibly encourage more procrastination, but at least you'll always be knocking out stuff that matters most. Besides, this is just a quick fix, but one that's been working for me really well. As far as on-the-spot decision-making, if something suddenly comes up like they always do because this is real life, take out your Eisenhower matrix and put that something into the appropriate quadrant. You'll be able to quickly decide whether it's an activity that deserves investing your valuable time and energy into or if it stays in Q4 and forgotten. And this is important. If you decide the task belongs in Q4, make certain you write that in there to remind you it's a waste of your life. I can see how effective this can be because you've created tangible validation that this task adds no value to your life. That's right. Oh, and it's also important to know that if you're constantly pushing off certain tasks and it doesn't add or take away from your well-being, you may want to remove them from your to-do list and file them away in a separate folder or notebook where you keep ideas to reconsider later on, or just delete them altogether. You don't want to be constantly reminded of that incomplete task if it's pointless anyway. Yeah, wipe out the unnecessary stress and anxiety. So to summarize, number one, Download the free Eisenhower Matrix Worksheet. Two, make a list of tasks you spend most of your time on and put them into the appropriate quadrant. And three, when procrastinating on a Q1 task, do it mindfully by investing your time and energy in completing a different, preferably unrelated Q1 task instead. All right, I hope we were able to clearly explain how you can practice mindful procrastination and increase productivity by using the simple Eisenhower Matrix method. I've also shared in the show notes a link to the free app I use to make all this even more convenient. Do we cover everything? I believe so. Okay, see you guys soon. Bye. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for joining us. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, review, and share us with your friends. Resources mentioned in this episode are listed in the show notes. We'll be back again next episode, so in the meantime, browse over to scienceofclarity.com and come check out our current 7-day challenges to help you squeeze out more time from your day, balance out your mood, and more. They're free.